0: Hello to the humbled hopefuls of the world, the sincere seekers out there, and to all those who are still becoming. Welcome to this episode of the Wrong Conversation podcast. Today, by request, we are digging into the subject of worry. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to follow the show. Hey, leave us a like, a review even, or you can suggest a topic for a future episode. If you'd like to stay in touch and informed about what we're doing, a link to the mailing list is in the podcast description, along with a link to the YouTube version of the show and some other links as well. With all of that out of the way, let's jump right in to the world of worry. Hello, and welcome to The Wrong Conversation. I am David Peters. I am here, as always, with my dear friend and co-host, Adrian Fiorucci. And today, we're going to actually be responding to a comment that was left on one of
1: our other videos. And it was a direct question, or it was a direct request to do an episode. It wasn't just a comment. It was kind of like, hey, would you do an episode about this? And it was something like, um, why is it that even a simple moment of joy can turn to worry. Or, you know, when I'm feeling happy and all of a sudden it can just turn into worry. I think she wanted us to, to comment on what we why that might be. So just to set a little context for how we're gonna be talking about worry today,
0: um, the show is called The Wrong Conversation. And and so we called the show The Wrong Conversation because people are often stuck because they're stuck in the wrong conversation. And if you just change the conversation, Sometimes an answer or a solution will just
1: naturally emerge from right. a different conversation. I'm in. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, the first thing I, I did want to say this, because as soon as I read that comment, immediately my mind, because I felt like I knew exactly what she was talking about, just because I had heard Brene Brown talk about exactly this thing, that she calls it foreboding joy. And one of the stories she told to try to contextualize it was, like, imagine a family is riding in a car. You're watching a movie and a family is riding in a car and, they're, and it's Christmas Eve and the snowflakes are falling down on the windshield. And you can hear them, you know, singing Christmas carols in the car and the camera starts to zoom out. And what's the next scene? Right? <laughs> you know, and, and immediately you're like, a car crash or, you know, something terrible. Something terrible is gonna, I mean, they, they do that in a movie like that because you because they know that, you know, like you're already kind of built to turn that moment of joy into something to worry about. And I, I think it's more common than most of us would, would realize, you know? You'll experience it all over the place. All superstition, not all, lots of superstitions are built on that, right? You say something yeah. and you're like, it's something you want. Oh, don't jinx it. knock on wood, right? Yeah. What is that? That's like hands-on foreboding joy, right? You don't even dare to say what you want because you might jinx it. I mean, it's like, I think that's a really common thing to experience. I think that's the first thing that might help turn the conversation a little bit. Because probably yeah. it feels like a weird thing to feel. Right? Well, it, you might, you might.
0: the wrong conversation might be thinking that it's you, that yeah. that, that this is only you who does this, that's or that point. you exactly. have a particular problem, but it's- Yeah, like you're but screwed
1: up for doing this, <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: because yeah. it's not just common, it's universal, right? It, it's yeah. like, that's the one of the first things I think about worrying is that we are built to be worrying machines.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, the mind, for sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a problem I mean, look,
1: solver, so it's always... <laughs> right? It's a problem solver, and that's kind of
0: what worrying is trying to do, right? You're, you're yeah. imagining all of these potential things that might happen and trying to solve for them ahead of time, yeah, right? So that if it happens, you're, you're ready. Right,
1: exactly. That's a pretense, anyways. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. It doesn't always work very (laughs) well. It very rarely works. Yes, yeah. You know, I think that's a
0: great place to start with shifting the conversation is just to say, well, it's not just you.
1: Right. It's all of us. Right. To varying degrees. Like you said, we're built to do it. It's not a malfunction. We're built to do it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah, it's
0: natural. It's natural yeah. and it has a per it's a program, right? A worrying is like a program and it's a program with a purpose. Right. Right? The purpose is to help solve problems ahead of time. It's it's I mean a human being what makes people so unique from other animals, at least as far as my understanding goes, is that we have the ability to abstract thought and project yeah. our imaginations into the future and all these yeah. kind of things.
1: That's why we're such great you manifestors, know, you know? yes,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but part of part of what comes with that is worrying, right? What could happen? What could happen, and all this is all the maybe, 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 this is all the uncertainty, mm. But the next thing I think to realize is that is that the well of uncertainty is endless,
1: yeah, it's endlessly deep, <laughs> right? yeah, that's why I said pretense too, right, because. There's some feeling that if you worry about it enough, you'll solve it, but then there's the issue you just brought up. (laughs) Maybe you'll solve that one, but then there's another one and another one again. I often think of worry as kind of being like quicksand,
0: you know, it's like the more you, the more you move, the deeper you sink, you know, the the more
1: time you struggle there, the more it pulls you in. I agree, that's great. That's a beautiful metaphor because that's exactly even how it feels you're even aware. I, I remember one time we talked about this and I, I think, and, and you had said the worst advice you could tell somebody, a worrier is don't worry or stop worrying. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because then you're just, you know, I should stop worrying. Then you're worrying about the fact that you worry so much, right. That that's an example of, of the struggling in the quicksand and just feeling yourself sink in deeper. You know, it's not working. This isn't working. You know, well, you
0: can get lost there. I mean, worrying is a type of focus. Like, we talk about focus a yeah. lot mm-hmm. and, and how important your focus is because whatever you're looking at, like, that's what you see, right? So, so, if you're looking at something you're worried about, if you're looking for something that's out of your control, if you're looking for somewhere where you that's uncertain or that's unknown or that you don't understand or that you have a weak hand in, right? Like, where you have a weakness in, then that's what you're aware of. And then suddenly, like, it's almost like having on a pair of glasses, right? Like a red, a red pair of sunglasses. Yeah. And everything you see turns red, right? Right. It, it kind of becomes your whole environment. And if that's all you're seeing, suddenly everything kind of gets painted with that brush. Oh, yeah. And then you start to focus on everything you're out of control over. And that sense of being out of control, of everything you see you feel out of control of,
1: whoo, it drags you down real quick. And it's a hard game to play you know one that's never over one that has no you know end so to speak do you know what i mean it's very draining in that way like it can it can suck you in suck you dry you know leave you kind of hollow feeling inside because it's sucking everything it's sucking so much energy out even like i say to go back to the original question even experiences like happy experiences can all of a sudden start to get tainted i think that's what was interesting to me most interesting to me about the question, you know, like why even that, you know, why even when I'm happy does it have to find its way into my life? You know, like that's the most compelling part to me. I think it, I think it totally goes back to one of my favorite conversations we've had right now. And that is the, uh, are you enough or facing the feeling of not enough? It's a core experience, you know, And if you really don't feel like you're enough, you're going to have a lot to worry about. And that's because to go back to what I started with, with Brene Brown, her whole the reason she talks about foreboding joy is in reference to vulnerability. David, this is an armor we put on to try to avoid vulnerability. We think if we worry about stuff enough, then we're going to figure it out and we won't be vulnerable to uncertainty, like you said, do you know what I mean? But the only reason that we're fighting that vulnerability is because we don't feel like we're enough to deal with it. That's my personal understanding. You know, whether it's about myself or, or with other people, right? It's a deep thing. Is in other words, the you know, it's a really deep issue for human beings.
0: That's why I said. That's why I said it's a, it's an awareness of what you lack control over, or that you're playing a weak hand in a certain way. That's that's I am not enough, right? It. Yeah. It, and I think one of the reasons yeah. why it can turn into quicksand is that is that you think that that if you stop worrying, maybe the worst will come true. Yeah. so that you better keep worrying, okay, well, I'm not enough for this. I better practice, I better come up with a plan, I better keep worrying and then because I'm not enough. and then and then you just keep going, and but like we said, it's a bottomless pit, and the more you the more you struggle, the more you find. Where you're potentially right. not enough. Exactly. Yeah. I think people go there. I think it it so easily turns from joy to worry, or from happiness. I guess is more more what what the question was. Why why are these moments of happiness so quickly go to worry? Because worry is home. <laughs> That's the natural state. Right. Happiness mm-hmm. is not the natural state. <laughs> In yeah. that way, like like we don't just. You know, happiness is kind of um, i think of it as this, as this temporary alignment of circumstances and mood and outlook and all these things and uh, happiness you almost kind of find yourself in by accident. You almost kind of like wake up to, to realize that you're happy. And it's almost by yeah. surprise, like like that kind of happiness. And then as soon as you're surprised, you think, oh my God, I stopped looking for what could go wrong. Right? Right. You go home because we are right. natural
1: worrying machines. Sure. And it's a, it's a desire for control, which is just our, our antidote for uncertainty, right? And yeah. you can't control happiness. Or, you yeah. know, lots of people work hard on it, right? But, but if you're not somebody who's figured that out at all, or, or hasn't really figured it out enough, then it's safer because worrying, you understand. You know how to worry you know, and you can do that. And so like happiness is like, I'm happy, but I'm not sure I'm in control of this happiness. That's a disconcerting. It doesn't feel like home, as you said. Right. And then so I'm going to resort back to this thing that I know I can control. Like I'm going to start worried about this and it's something I understand and I can work on that. Makes me feel like I'm, you know, I want to reiterate what you just said, because I just that was unexpected, but beautiful. I I never even thought
0: of it that way, but I really want to happiness is something you can't control like i just said yeah. it kind of happens to you by surprise it's like this temporary alignment of of things and you can't control it and and it is the unknown ha- happiness is like this grand uncertainty and and <laughs> and worrying is 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 something you can't control you can get back to worrying right. here's happiness i've been looking for this i've been looking for this i don't know how to control it if I worry, maybe I can hang on to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's it. Yeah, exactly that's an wrong. interesting. Yeah, that's the wrong no, conversation exactly. right there. If I worry that's about this, the wrong, maybe convers- I can hang on. to And it. that's the secret conversation. That's the secret conversation. You know what I mean? The one that you're not paying attention to, but that you're having with yourself. Because I think you just, you know, expressed it very good. I, but most people aren't paying attention at that level, right? You know what I mean? Because that's the conversation they're having with themselves. It's like, oh, I want to hold on to this happiness, so I better worry so that I can. But then, of course, you've immediately, you know, you're out of happiness immediately <laughs> the moment you do that. Right? You've lost What's well, It's good
0: it. to just stop and just remind folks to like next time that happens. See if you can remember this moment that we're talking about yeah. and, and watch yourself, right. tell yourself that. The only way I can hang on to this happiness is if I worry about something and realize how how silly a a thought like that really is. If you really explore it, it's universal. Every we all do it. You know, it's like an impulse. Oh yeah. You know. Oh sure. We are very driven to protect whatever we have. If we have this moment of happiness, we're gonna we're gonna really try to protect it. But we we kind of. And kind of sink it by, by starting. You know what the way, I though. often
1: say about that too when it comes to because I already said it sort of, you know, the mind is a problem-solving machine. That's what it's created for. I mean, it's what it does. That's what it, it's excellent at it too, right? It, it we should be very grateful for it. But it's so good at it, and it's so like it's its primary purpose, especially that it understands, that it will even create problems so that it can solve them. <laughs> Do you know what I yes. mean? Like that's a perfect example of it too, right? You're having a happy moment. Well, there's no problem to solve. Oh, I better create a problem to solve. I better worry about, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a way. And it does that on so many levels. It's just worry. But I mean, you know, it does that with all kinds of things, right? That's one it's, of the things that will fixate on emotions and, and get caught, lost there, right? And start creating problems. Like if you're feeling depressed, and if it starts to think, gosh, I'm really feeling depressed, God, I, wonder if I'm dep- I wonder if I'm a depressed person. You know, like it can start to create, <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? It really does that, though. The more it focuses there, the more, like you already said that, the more it, it creates it, you know. One thing I say to myself, if I catch
0: myself worrying, and I think maybe I don't know if I should be worrying so much, is that worrying doesn't mean that something is wrong. It means that you are busy imagining something that could go wrong in your imagination. Yeah. It, if you're worrying about something, there might be nothing that doesn't mean anything's wrong. In fact, it's exactly. a good it's a good yeah. indication that nothing is wrong. Enough. Or else you'd be dealing with it, right? You'd be facing it. That's it, it. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 No, and absolutely. That's very true. That always helps me. I just know that like, oh, if I'm sitting here
1: worried about it, that means nothing's gone wrong yet. <laughs> right. That's right. Well they usually <laughs> the say, you know, They usually say, and I'm pretty sure I'm sure Brene Brown says it too. Um, you know, gratitude is an antidote for worry. Like if you're sure. if you're finding yourself ruminating about worries to think about something you're grateful for, right? It shifts the energy. That's a that's a typical and it's a great suggestion. I I would it's it's a tips and tricks thing though for me. You know? Because if you don't go to the place that I already, uh, you know, elicited, the the point of the, if you don't realize that there's actually a deep sense of I'm not enough and you don't ever deal with that, no amount of gratitude listing is actually going to get to you. It can help shift the mood for a minute, but then you're going to find yourself worrying again. And I, you know, that's the other thing too. There certainly has to be some sort of, uh, differentiation between worrying and planning or, you know, cause there's a certain characteristic to worry, right? It has a yeah. negative connotation. I mean, if you're making plans, if you're goal setting, you're not worrying, but it's a, sim- it's a similar thing, right? You're looking into the future. You're thinking about what you want and what you don't want, but it's not contextualized in this sense of worry. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Worrying is, is less about the action and more about the energy around the action. You know yes, like beautiful. you can plan mm-hmm. for
0: the future, you can look for p- uh, potential pitfalls, but if you're doing it without a lot of negative energy around it, then you're just planning. You know? Right. That's my The point. worry exactly. is like the uh the compulsive <laughs> emotional circle that's happening yes. in you, right? Yeah. Right? So there is a difference. So there so worry kind of yeah, it's, worry kind of falls in between, like, planning and ang- anxiety. Like, anxiety's way on this, uh, we're not talking about anxiety here, right? We're, we're not going that yeah. far with it. But we're also not just talking about problem-solving ahead of time, making a couple plans for the future to make sure things work out. We're, we're talking about this kind of
1: emotional state of the spinning wheels, you know, in the mind. I love that you said the, the I always think of that as, like, feedback. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that should resonate with you being a music guy, right? It's like it when it gets to that level it starts you know what I mean? it's, it, it's circling back on itself. That's the problem yeah, solving. And then and then it needing to the problem perpetuating. Sol- like always. Yeah. yeah. Self-perpetuating implication. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's a And
0: well, that's I it. Just, the energy
1: behind that feels like that, you know?
0: Yes. I I like what you said about um um uh, I, I maybe looking toward gratitude, you know, like gratitude can be a cure for worry, and and so I ask myself, okay, well, yes, I I believe that's true. Why is that true? And it's just because it shifts focus, right? Uh, yeah, gratitude sure. is it, it. If you if you when you're worrying, you're focused in on your worry to the exclusion of everything else. Right. So what you're seeing is worry. That's the glasses I talked about having on. That's when, when worry just right. starts to become the world around you because everything is colored with that energy. But then if you do turn over and look at something like gratitude, then you're
1: focused on what's going right. What's not going right. wrong. That's the point. You know? Exactly. I want to reiterate, though, I did not say it was the cure because <laughs> I don't believe it is a cure. It's but not a I, cure, I think but it's that a, a, it's a yeah. it can help. It can help. Yeah. It's a step no, outside. It's, just, it's an important distinction between. Yeah, yeah. Well, is there a cure? I, yeah, I, I think there is to a degree. Wh- I do. To a degree. The feedback. The feedback. Yes. Like, okay. Where it's not. Okay, okay. Where it's, or the snowball or the snowball where yes, you're like yes. where you can't experience happiness without worrying. Like that's a that's a certain level, and I think you absolutely yeah. can transcend that or shift that or. I do, okay. yeah. and I think gratitude it's not a total can start cure you there, but I won't do it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
0: not a cure for worry yeah. as a thing, but it is a cure for the amount of worry. You, you don't you, you don't remove worry from your life, but you can reduce it, or you can reduce the amount mm-hmm. of time you spend in the hamster wheel, right? Yes, <laughs> right. right. And right. and there are different levels of how to do this, and so I, I uh, something because because we've we're touching on like a couple different levels at once we're talking about maybe just shifting focus from from the worry to gratitude that's kind of like a uh opening level shift of of right you know it's kind of more of a ground level simple place to start and then we're also talking exactly. about the i am not enough which is probably the ultimate place to go right like that's right. the and that's, that's the where, cure <laughs>
1: To That's face, the to, cure. to go there is the cure lies there, I think, more. Okay, but... And again, but like you but, said, though, not not to... Yeah, go
0: ahead. Well, no, I mean, I just want to differentiate those two things, right? One is like a simple place to start. The other one's the deepest cure that you work on over a lifetime, right? There are exactly. two different right, things, right. yeah. So I
1: think it's good. It's good yeah, just to exactly. do that and then paint a path in between those two things, you know? And I think it's important because here's, the, here's why, is it, why am I sticking to this point and like making a big deal out of it? Because if you think doing gratitude all the time is going to change that, you will probably be disappointed. And I, actually, I'm almost, I'm almost, I almost feel uh, bold enough to say you will definitely be disappointed. Why? Because you're going to find yourself worrying again. And then you're going to go back to your gratitude. And then you're going to find yourself worrying again. And, you're gonna go, and, you're gonna, and at some point, you're going to be like, this gratitude crap just doesn't work. And it's not that that doesn't work, it's that it's not the answer, it's just help, it can help get you there, but if that's the only work you're doing, it won't be enough, you know what I mean, and you're going to find yourself, because more than likely, this is an issue for you, like this person who acts, like if if they're at that level of like, why can't I ever experience a moment of happiness without turning into worry, they're probably on the hamster wheel, like you, you know what I mean, and gratitude will help slow it down or whatever, but it won't get you off the hamster wheel. That's what I feel like, you know?
0: I think it'll, yeah, it will might, might slow down the hamster wheel. It might get you off for a second, yeah. but you're gonna be thrown That's back it. on. But you do have to get off the hamster wheel to start working on the solution. Like, I had this that conversation with my wife yes. last night, and, yeah. and I was making the case for something we talk about, or at least I, I always bring up a lot, orientation and posture right yeah like in life have a north star and not any north star but really really a (laughs) well-considered deep north star that 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 you are walking toward that you can Mm -hmm. lean on or or head toward whenever things get confusing and dark right so and that by having that north star it can pull you out of all kind of things on the ground it can help you shift your habits right? It can right. help you make better decisions, right? So I was making the case for like, have the North Star and that's the answer. And my wife made the opposite point. If you don't have the habits, you can't even start moving toward the North Star. You can't even see it because your habits are still back in the hamster wheel. And, and sure. so it was this really interesting discussion because it was, it were, which came first, the chicken or the egg. Like, sure, So, sure. so when we're talking about The I am facing the I am not enough is a big philosophical long term strategy that, but that is honestly the only answer to really solve the problem, right? Right. In the long run. But, uh, but you may not ever have time to really sit and consider that unless you are also doing some of the on-the-ground small practices of slowing right. down the hamster wheel or stepping off it for a minute, which are these smaller habits, which are
1: things like gratitude. Mm-hmm. The shifting of the- focus. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, but, I couldn't agree more. You know, when I, th- go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I, I just, it's really
0: good to to just know what, the, what, the, what, we're, what we're describing here, right? There's an answer, yeah. it's a big long-term answer, maybe the only true answer. Okay, but now there's there's these smaller steps on the way there that are are, of, of import. <laughs> They're important value. Yeah.
1: Well, so so um, we've said gratitude now probably a hundred times. <laughs> so what would be another one that you would have? Do you have another suggestion for helping shift a habit or slow down the hamster wheel or hop off for a second? Yeah. Well, I think I, I think that you know we're talking about shifting focus,
0: shifting focus from the worry mm-hmm. to gratitude and. It all comes down to there's one phrase that whenever I'm facing any kind of big subject like this, or whenever I'm, or maybe I'm in a coaching session, somebody calls me and they lay out some big, heavy thing, and maybe I it's overwhelming. I'm like, where do I start? I do. I have a north star in coaching, or even in my own life, and I don't know who said this. Um, uh, It's not mine, but it's a very simple phrase, which is. Awareness alone is curative, meaning hmm. the that awareness can help cure the problem, right? Awareness alone is curative. And so if you're lost in any problem, including your worry, start with awareness, okay? Now, what does that mean? It It means what we started this conversation with, which was, you know, what is worry? How does it work? We talked about... Uh, that it's not just you that this happens to. You're not broken. You're actually functioning as designed. You are a worrying machine by design. That's a little bit of awareness. That's a little bit of awareness about what worry is and how it works that helps you, gives you one more thing to see around it. Okay, I'm aware that this is just a thing that happens in all of us and it has a good purpose. Right? So that's a little bit of awareness. Shifting your awareness from the worry to the gratitude is a awareness change oh there's things i should worry about here's things i should be thankful for that's a growth in awareness right Mm -hmm. so i just think about you know asking questions like what is worry how does it show up in you understanding yourself am i where do i fall on the worrying spectrum do i worry more than most people or less than most people and what does that mean does that you know How much of this is a me problem, right? So worrying is universal, but we all worry to different degrees. Where's, where do I sit? I have assessments that I recommend people take when I'm working with them that shows them, are you a natural worrier or not? It's just good to know so that you have some context. Whenever you start worrying, you have the awareness that like, oh, I do this. I do this. Um, Awareness can look like uh, knowing what your triggers are. What triggers your worry more than other things? I guarantee you, that for everything that you habitually worry about, there are a billion other things that you could worry about that you just don't. Right?
1: Yeah. You're not worried so about. So true. Those yeah, absolutely. But they're equally right. threatening. But you don't. It doesn't matter right. to you. You just don't spend any time there. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what are your triggers? And knowing, and so uh, uh, I follow that because there are certain things that I worry about. But knowing what my triggers are, that whenever I start to worry, I can say, oh, that's my trigger. And and my trigger has been triggered. And I know about, I'm aware of myself in that way. And that all that does, it doesn't remove your worry, but it starts to help you see around it. And once you see around it and you can contain it a little bit, you have a little more power to work with it. Yeah. So sure. that's what I mean by I w- I awareness. I would say,
1: yeah. Yeah. Another great place to put awareness is your body. If you're yes. deep in a session of worrying, right? Like, and this becomes awareness of on all these different levels too. Like you have to pay attention. Where do I carry my worry? Most of us do somewhere. I mean, are you like this? Is it your jaw? Is it your stomach gets sick? or And then to pull your awareness in there, you know, obviously if it's these tension things, that's a nice thing because you can just relax a little bit, bring some awareness. Now, by the way, you've already shifted your attention away from the, aware, of the worry a little bit because now all of a sudden you're focusing on your body, right? But if you're, yeah, you know, I'm your curious. stomach is sick because yeah. you're... Yeah, yeah. You're shifting energy and shifting focus, like you said. But the body's a good one because there's somewhere it lives in your body somewhere, probably many, many places. But, you know, just to say, because the, the stomach could be a weird one. Like, how, well, how do I relax my stomach? You try to breathe into your stomach a little bit, which is interesting. And at first, too, it might feel a little funny, like maybe not even enjoyable. But if you do it for a few minutes, you'll find that it does help relax you know, relax you in that way. If your heart's racing, breathe into your heart a little bit, you know, giving it that awareness. And it's kind of like a loving attention too, in a weird way, right? Like I can see I'm stressing you out, heart. You know what I mean? I can see I'm stressing you out, I'm sorry. I'm gonna take a couple deep breaths and breathe into you. Like, you know, you know what I mean? It, it, It is useful, it does help. And for if no other reason, what you said, which is what made me think of it, you know, is shifting your awareness again. Definitely, uh, it, in a very real perfect. way, yeah. grounded. That, way. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting
0: in touch with your body not only gives you awareness of what's happening to you, because a lot of times worry will start before you're conscious of it. You're not aware that you're worrying oh, yeah. for a oh, while,
1: yeah. oh, of course, until right. it builds right.
0: into a right. It kind of happens exactly. subtly in the background, yeah. and all of a sudden you're in the hamster wheel, like, and you wake up to yep. it. And your body is a good is a good indicator that something is starting to happen to you, right? That that there is yeah, some exactly. worry in you. And right. and I love that, that just by asking yourself the question, what is happening in my body, that's taking your, you're no longer worried about whatever you're worried about. Because you can't think about yeah. more than one thing at a time, really. Right, right. You know, so instead of worrying about your worry, focusing on worry, now you're focused on what's happening in my body that's more of a curious state. That's a big shift. I I, yeah, so, I agree. So it's not just about expanding awareness, but directing awareness.
1: Yes. Is a helpful Beautiful, thing. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is gratitude? What's happening in my body? Uh, what what is worry all about? How does it work? What are my triggers? These are more curious questions to redirect awareness. Um, you know, a word that you use a lot that I really like is exposure. Mm-hmm. Right? What are you exposing yourself to? And oh God. and the environment <laughs> that can that definitely lead to
1: more w- worrying for sure right
0: it yeah, can yeah. but it also affects your awareness like what you you're aware of what surrounds you you're you're aware of what you're exposed yeah. to and if you're feeling overwhelmed or in a in a hamster wheel of worry sometimes you can change your exposure or focus yes you can focus on changing yeah changing what you're exposing yourself to at that moment yeah you know, if, if you're worried, Definitely. if you're worried about coronavirus, then maybe don't sit there and watch 20 videos on coronavirus for a while <laughs>
1: Right. or
0: something <laughs> like that. Right. I mean, I understand you're mm-hmm. trying to solve problems and, and answer questions, but if you're in a hamster wheel, maybe just go yeah. take a walk instead. Right. With, I just kind of accidentally stumbled into another strategy for removing worry, but that worry is a state and your mm-hmm. state, like you are commenting on has a physical component and you can change your state by changing your
1: physicality, what you're doing. Oh yeah. Go on and take yeah. a walk,
0: <laughs> you know?
1: Well, yeah, there's a lot of energy in worrying too, by the way, not energy as in affirming energy, but busy energy. Like that's where you'll find places yeah. in your body where it's it. Right. So getting some working out, You know what, whatever that means to you, right? Whether it's aerobics or weightlifting or whatever, you know what I mean. Like that's a good way to diminish some of that energy, to to give it a a healthy outlet, right? And you'll find too that you will worry less. I mean, well, you know, exercising does release all kinds of positive biochemistry too, right? That helps with. that. It's like a natural antidote too. You know, because by the way, there's all kinds of biochemistry happening when you're worrying. You know, like you talk about that, too, like where and sometimes you're going to need to let that you you talked about that. in something you and I were talking about, I can't remember what it was, but you were saying like, what is it? How long does it take for, for that to usually like if, if, if you have like an adrenaline hit or something that really wigs yeah. you out,
0: like like if a car drives into your lane and there's almost a big accident and you get that super like that, just that bolt of yeah. <laughs> lightning that goes into your body and then everything's yeah. fine a half a second later. And then you say, OK. But then you're left with that feeling. That's because that chemical is yeah. now in your bloodstream. It's in your muscles. It's 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 in you. It's it's all through you. And that chemical has right. to play out and start to wash out of the body, and that takes about twenty
1: minutes. At twenty least, minutes is that what it is? Yeah, at least twenty yeah. minutes. And I if think, you're you know, worrying, right? it's probably yeah. different. You know, a little bit, but it's still there. And it it's depends on uh, how acute yeah. your worrying is, right? I mean, if you're exactly. in a real yeah. serious session of it, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You you're a you're a biochemical electricity machine. I mean I mean th- th- these things have a, a chemical physical component, right? There is a. They do. You are a machine that that works in a certain way, and part of the way the machine works is when you worry, it worries through some sort of biochemical <laughs> process, right? So yeah, once you're exactly. in that wheel, there's a chemical reason why you're in it. So you can help to remove worry by trying to work on the. People say will say if you're worrying or if you're in a bad mood, just go get a bite to eat. I'm not talking about yeah. like stress eat uh, a uh, tub of ice cream. I'm just saying like <laughs> go have a you can <laughs> that works for me. Chemistry. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly, go have a donut. <laughs> no, but Ooh. so there's there's a there's a a simple thing that 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 it is simple but it was really meaningful for me in solving challenges yeah. when i faced them but i also bring it up with people a lot is that just remembering that your thoughts your feelings and that your your what you're doing your physicality or your actions are all tied together they seem like separate things but it's it's one system right yeah and so if you're thinking to yourself i'm out of control this is all uncertainty i'm weak here then you're going to feel scared you're going to feel worried But that feeling of worry is going to release all these chemicals and all this stuff. And then what are you going to do? Your body's going to show up. It's going to crunch down. It's going to, you're going to get agitated. It's going to show up in your body as we're talking about. And all three of those things are tied. And then that feeling is going to lead you to think more worry thoughts. And this is why the hamster wheel starts to, starts to spin. Because all three of these things, your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions are all working together. So if you want to get out of the state you're in, or if you want to change the energy you're experiencing, I think of these three things as as creating your energy, right? This is the energy you're experiencing. You know, there's a thought, a feeling and and a physical component. And that if you want to change, that you find whichever one of those three things you have the most leverage over and start pushing. (laughs) <laughs> on that leverage right yeah. so it, it can <laughs> yeah, be right. a physical thing well i can't just change my feelings and my thoughts i'm just i can't i've been trying to tell myself happy thoughts and it's just not working go out for a yeah. walk do some exercise right. eat something right that's a physical that's that's you exercising your physical leverage over yourself yeah right and and so yeah. it's so that's just I just try to remember those three things and then finding where you have the most leverage and start applying your leverage and the rest of those things, yeah. the thoughts and the feelings will follow the physical state or the physical state will follow if you can change the thoughts and, and vice versa. because They are all bound together in a kind of web. You
1: know. They are, you know, it, it, um, it's one of the things you, you know, said they're all connected. Everything's connected. That's what's really interesting. If you think about everything we've talked about, I know that sounds like, you know, it's a little too, it's a little too obtuse to mean anything, but it means a lot. If you want my opinion, you know, like, like the exposure is connected, right? Like in other words, if you're exposing yourself to lots of news about COVID, of course you're gonna worry about COVID, right? As an example of how there's connection, right? If if this person makes you worry a lot because of the things they talk about all the time, or, you know, it's just silly. I mean, you know, it's all relational. That's part of why I think, that's why I call myself a relational coach, because when I say relational coach, that just means I'm gonna help you, or we're gonna work together to see how everything is connected, you know? Like that's such a powerful thing. When, when you say those three things, it, those are really beautiful core components, you know, of, of, of how we can find ourselves in certain states, but there's so much too, right? And that's what's, and again, being aware of them and then picking one can do a tremendous amount. You know, the, the awareness is the first place. And then to say like you said, I love the way you said that too. Which one do I have some leverage on? You know what I mean? Well, stop watching the video, as you you know, or you know what I mean. Like, I have a little issue, like, with uh, claustrophobia, right? If I'm watching know. a show yeah. that's make, Yeah, I do. That's yeah. my, probably my one fear, if you will. And if, if I'm watching a show that's making me claustrophobic, what do I going to keep watching it? I just had this happen. That's what made me think of it, too, right? And I'm like, man, this is really making me feel like crap. And I'm like, I'm I also aware enough, like... This might even make me dream about it if I'm not careful, and I really don't want to have dreams about claustrophobia. It's my least favorite subject, right? So, I'm gonna fast forward this part of this movie because I'm not digging it, you know? Like, it was a little too, you know, they're just in this place, you know, the whole thing. Anyways, it's just an example of how everything's connected though, even that, right? Like, what you're exposing yourself to, being aware of the things that, some of your weak spots, that's what I just expressed, right? That's a weak spot for me, you know? You're aware of it exactly you're aware of it and you're aware of a fix right the
0: the the most efficient fix for you is is just well don't take it in don't expose yourself to it right the the value of exposing yourself to it isn't worth the cost so don't do it no no exactly yeah yeah i you know worry is kind of a there's an energy about worrying i always hesitate to to talk too much in terms of energy because it makes me sound so much like a life coach but um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's but it. There is no, no better way to 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 say that. No, sometimes exactly. it's like a you have to yeah because there's so many components to energy. Like I said, there's a physical, there's a emotional, there's a exposure, there's your you know of your environment. There's all these things, right? Right. You can. What I mean by that is like, like you can take on the worrying energy of someone else, like or or of the movie you're watching. If there's worry in the movie, if there's worry in the news. That worry yeah. just translates on to you and it can become your worry. Exactly.
1: And you exactly.
0: have to be really aware. This is why awareness alone is curative. If you're just aware that that exchange is happening, now you have more power to stop that exchange.
1: Exactly. Because exactly. you're aware of it. You know, my wife is great at this. She will not watch any movies or shows or anything like that that has to do with children in danger because that's her <sighs> big thing, right? She, she has a pretty good one on everything else, but if it's like they're getting abducted or anything like that, you just leave, because it's a weakness for her, right? If that movie, that sends her there like that, and it will linger yeah. as your, that's what kind, right? And so she We're knows, if way. we start watching, yeah. she's like, honey, I don't want to watch it. I'm like, okay, that's fine, you know? <laughs> Turn, off it goes. It's not worth the price, you know? That was uh, one of the big things I recognized
0: after having kids, is that those movies mean something very different now right yeah <laughs> like right watching right. anything happen to a child it's like oh my god i can't yeah i that gets under my skin it gets under my wife's skin we don't do it you know yeah because it's just such a sensitive place might, because yeah. because we yeah. have a deep
1: vulnerability there so we don't expose so That's we don't it. start the hamster wheel That's going cool. yeah yeah. Right. Because it doesn't lead to anything either, right? I mean, there's nothing you're going to do about, you know, 99.9% of it is not going to happen <laughs> to you, right? But man, yeah. it'll set the wheel going. And, and why would you do that to yourself? I think that's a...
0: So there's one more. So we, we've talked about a lot and a lot of really good practical things. We've even gone to the deep yeah, thing I of the you are not enough. But, but there is there is a sort of I don't want to call it a tool, but it's like a, an exercise or an outlook I do use a lot with people that that seems to help. And I've said this in previous conversations we've had here. But is to make this negative emotion or this this thing that you don't want realize that it's your friend. Yes. Right? And that it has mm-hmm. good intentions.
1: Exactly.
0: And this goes this ties right back into the beginning of the video. Worrying is a natural thing to do. Why? Because maybe it helps us solve a problem ahead of time. It's trying to protect us. It's trying to protect you. It's trying to protect your family. It's trying to do all these things. Right? Exactly. But (laughs) do you let all of your friends run your life? Probably not. Or probably you shouldn't if you do. right? Right? So when I say make it your friend, like... I get really—I take this pretty far. I'll—I'll I'll invite people to give it a name. The side of you, the voice in your head that's worrying all the time. I'll say, give mm. that voice a name. And people will come up with the funniest names. But—but but if they don't come up with like a personal name, you know, um, you know, you can call it your, grem- your gremlin or your negative self-talk or the devil on your shoulder or whatever metaphor. You know, you can use all these different uh, things. But I'll have people like literally give it. Uh, uh, name so uh, oh that's my nagging Nancy you know yeah. or that's my worried <laughs> Wilhelmina or something I don't know whatever I'm just making really <laughs> yeah, random yeah, right, stuff right, right. but I'll have them give it a name so that suddenly there's one level of separation between them and that feeling yes which that's is crazy. very helpful yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I am not my thoughts and emotions like you say right that's step mm-hmm. number one I am not worry worrying is a thing that happens to me or passes through me, right? So, if right. you name it, it separates you. And then remember that that it's your friend and you acknowledge what it's trying to do. Thank you for giving... So, your friend, your naggy friend gives you some naggy advice. Okay? Thank yeah. you for giving me this advice. You're trying to help me. Right. You're trying to help me. So, you acknowledge that it's that it is a helpful voice and then thank it Thank you, thank you for warning me about this potential danger. And by doing that, you you are telling yourself that's I the voice in yourself that is worrying. I have heard you. I've acknowledged yeah. what you've had to say, and and I've th- I'm thanking you for your service. Thank you for your service, right? Yeah, yeah. But then you can decide. But then you decide. No, thank you. It it. it I don't need, that's not the most important thing I need to worry about right now. Or, that, or, or like you set a boundary with your friend. You're going to let your friend say what they have to say. They're, you're going to let them nag you, but you're not going to necessarily let them run your life. You don't have to take their advice, right? right. You, you can decide where you're going to set your boundary between you and your friend. Just like you can decide where you're going to set your boundary between you and that worry. And just understanding that there is a separation between those two things. So I really like to personalize worry as
1: a person. Like I like to personify it. Right. Yeah. You can decide when you realize it's not you. Otherwise you're caught in it. Yeah. You can decide to say that's my, you know, here's my boundary with worry. Only when you realize that you are not worry because <laughs> when you're caught up in it and you're completely identified with it, there's no room for that, right? Again, this comes back to awareness. David, I think that was probably the most practical suggestions and advice of the whole thing so far, if you want my opinion. And it sounds like to me it's almost like step one, or awareness is always step one, right? But yeah. then that might be step two. Then you could move to, okay, I've heard you. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about something I'm grateful for. You know what I mean? Like, I've yeah. heard you, and now let's move on. I'm going to choose a different voice here. I'm going to choose a different side of myself. I'm going to look at something. And then what I would say, and this is because, you know, you wanted to wrap that up with, 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 wrap up your thing with that. I would like to wrap up my you are not enoughness," which you've already yeah. hinted to, which is cool, with the fact of acknowledging, this is what's missed 90% of the time with all things like this. It, it doesn't matter what it is, right? That who is choosing who has any ability to be aware at all and who says, Oh, this is nagging Nancy. And then who says, Oh, I'll be grateful. This is the part of you that is enough. And if you acknowledge, if you realize the fact that once like that, there's a deeper part of you, there's aware there is awareness or consciousness at a deep level, right? This is, you start to pay attention to that. Like, why would you, how do you even have a choice at all? You know what I mean? Like, cause, because you are not these emotions, you know, and when you start to realize that you actually can start to pick and choose them a little bit, that you can become aware of them. There's something deeper going on if you pay attention at that level. And if you pay attention at that level, you'll start to notice that you are enough. (laughs) You are enough. You can get through it. I think a way to sum that up is, is you are not your
0: worry. You are not your thoughts and emotions you are right. awareness right? you are the awareness of these things right right is a is a more accurate i don't even know if that's totally accurate but i think it's it's yeah you are the thing to which worry occurs right you are the thing watching the worry or experiencing the worry and just just again just remembering that there's a separation and that the awareness like the worry is the part of you that, that makes you think I am not enough. But with the right. this is a really hard thing to put into words and I'm going to fail, and maybe you can help, because this is this is the this is the point you brought up. But I'm wondering how where is the you said something that is profound that I think is true, but I'm, but I have trouble building a bridge between where I'm okay. at and where that is, how, how is, Uh, how is that part of you enough? How do you know? How do you start to help you?
1: I'll help you with this here. Here it is. Here's the breadcrumbs. Okay. It's very real. And it's something we've already talked about. Where does worry get its energy? If you look for the energy in worry, you won't find it. Worry doesn't have any energy. You have energy, your awareness. That's why wherever you put your focus, all of a sudden the energy shifts. Do you see it? Yeah. So, And that's the thing that I'm trying to get you. So that's why if you focus on gratitude, all of a sudden you'll start feeling more grateful. Not 100% because there's some trailing energy that, that worry kicked up, right, in a way. Or you're focusing on worry kicked up. But if you look for the energy in worry, you won't find it. It's because it doesn't have any of its own. You are the energy. You are the energy,
0: yes. Yeah. And that's pretty profound. Does that help? Yeah, you are the
1: energy and you are the director of it. Yeah. That's why I say, actually do it. Look for the energy and worry. You know, look. And you'll see, you'll find thoughts, you'll find emotions. But if you look a little deeper, like, where is this energy coming from? Where is all this energy that I'm feeling behind my worry? Where is it coming from? It's a, it's a Wizard of Oz thing, man. (laughs) Pull back and you'll see the big fiery guy there, right? It's just this little old man. He's not, it's, it's you. It's not what you think it is. And I know this from experience. I mean, from my own personal experience, you know, um, and I know that whenever I can actually help somebody, that's what ends up happening in a way. They see that they're the director of the energy. You've already you've already said this. I'm just trying to put another dimension to it, like what's actually, you know. I appreciate it. It's an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting uh It's one of those things that gets missed. That's the thing too. That's why gratitude won't work on its own, David. Because you're missing this incredibly important point. Do you know what I mean? Because you're putting the the emphasis on gratitude. The emphasis isn't gratitude. That's just a little tool. That's just a little trick, as we said, you know. Like, it, it, yeah, it's, the, a, the, it's a change the in focus. It,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's on the yeah, ground. It's a practical it, thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It gets you started, that's, but it doesn't get you That's all I have there.
1: to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a chocolate now. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a deep thing, and I think it's one of those things that
0: you can't, like, there is no pithy quote or statement that you can just say that makes people go like oh uh, you know uh, oh my my enoughness is now completely obvious to me because i watched this video of david and adrian uh, speaking about it <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> right it,
0: it is an experience that you have to search for and find but right. but that but I, I think what's important to mention to people because maybe that, that doesn't sound like a practical <laughs> helpful solution but if you go searching for it it does help it starts to build the case it starts to make you more aware of of that and that is the that is the big solving of the problem of worry a lot of stuff's going to happen That's on the, the ground mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff you're not going to be enough for there's a lot of problems that, that that are that are unknown that you won't be ready to solve there are things that will happen that are out of your control right yeah. and um and that everything is going to change and you don't have a lot of power over those things. And, and so, the worry is endless. And the worry is partly always true and correct. One thing I'll say about the, the moment of, there's a moment of happiness. And here comes the moment of worry that just invariably follows. Is yeah. that your worry is correct. The happiness will end. It's going to end. Something That's will happen. True. In fact, something bad might even happen. And uh, and you worrying about it is probably not going to change it. And and to remember that it's that it's coming on because it's the it's home. It's your natural place to be. Worry is home. Happiness is not. And when you find a moment of happiness, remind yourself that worrying about it is only going to take away the happiness. And maybe just. It's okay to accept the gift of that happiness for a moment. Yeah. That's an important thing to say. It is a gift. Yeah. Just accept the gift, you know? A lot, it's very hard to accept compliments because you're aware of all the ways that compliment may not be accurate. Right. But what do you want? When you give somebody a compliment, do you want them to turn it down? No, you want them to accept it. And, and if the universe gives you a moment of happiness, maybe it would like you to have it. <laughs> so maybe accept sure. the gift. There will be plenty of time to worry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe accept yep, the gift. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love th- that. I think um, you know one when we say worry is home. I I think uh, there there's a few questions I think that 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 uh, that come up with people like they're worried what's going to happen if they don't worry like if I don't worry something's going to go wrong that that that. I could have solved, right? And then if I stop worrying and something goes wrong, is it my fault? I think Mm -hmm. that really hits people. And then there's, what else do I do if I don't worry? We mentioned this, I think, in the I Am Not Enough video where I mentioned that bumper sticker, Jesus is coming, look busy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right yeah meaning you yep. know judgment is coming you better look busy because if you're not busy worrying and something bad does happen maybe it's your fault and you don't want to live with that guilt right and uh but man how much how much is really your fault and how much can you how much can you head all that off at the pass before it comes yeah and how much do you ruin your ability to deal with what's actually happening by distracting yourself with what might happen.
1: These are all really all happiness. Sure. All happiness or joy, if you whichever word you want to choose comes with an element of vulnerability. You're not going to remove it. And if you do remove it, you're going to remove the joy or happiness. So, so what you need to realize is that you are enough. That if something bad happens and you even feel guilty about it, you can—you're gonna get through it. You're gonna—you're <laughs> gonna be able to do this, right? If something bad happens, you can deal with it. You will deal with it. Be- well, how do you know? Because you have. You've had plenty of things happen yeah. in your life already, right, David? Right. This is yeah. your life. Your being here right now is proof that you can deal with it. We just don't, you know, when we're worrying, we're not focused there, right? We're not focused on the fact of how many things that we've actually saw ourselves through successfully. And the list is really, really long. You know what I mean? You've done a great job to get where you are. And it doesn't, Even about when perfect, we failed. You know? Even when we failed. Even, exactly. Even when our worrying Maybe failed. especially when we failed. Especially when we failed. Those yeah. are the moments that, you know, because we got back up somehow, because here we are. Patrick, you know, that's good. You can do it. That's the only point you are enough. You know, that's the, that's the thing that's important to, you know, but we don't, that's not what we're thinking or feeling, you know, but if you can get in touch with, think about that too, turn your focus on sometime where you've worried about this thing and you've got yourself out of it, or, you know, like you can do it. You are enough. And you, you know, again, too, it's like, whatever happens, you can deal with it. Feeling that, is how you can actually experience happiness, you know, meaning that whatever the happiness is going to end, as you said, right? So knowing that and that you're going to be fine after that. And if something bad does happen, you're going to be fine. You're going to work it out. You're going to figure it out, right? I mean, you are enough to do it. That's the point, right? I mean, to me, I always think that worrying
0: is, is becoming acutely aware of everything you lack control over. And that part mm. of stopping worrying isn't gaining control over all these things. Isn't worrying so you come up with answers to gain control. It is literally accepting and becoming comfortable that you do lack
1: that control. Exactly. Right? No, exactly.
0: And well, knowing that the happiness the is built to
1: end. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the lie of worrying. That it's going to solve it. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it, it never does. Not Not the big thing. I mean, because there's always something more. So... Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's, the, that's the falseness. It has a sense that it's going to cure something, but it never can in that way. Not in worrying. We can plan. We can, like you already distinguished. That's a really important distinction, but you, you know what I mean? That, I think that's important to, again, that's awareness too, right? I think, I think those are, that's, that's where I start
0: <laughs> with worry. Worry is a deep <laughs> That's, that's a lot. T- yeah, it's yeah. a deep and timeless thing. and i and I think that this Not this yet. subject will warrant a lot of conversations in the future. and And maybe this was a big picture look at worry, but but folks out there, feel free if you have a specific worry question that maybe you're wondering how we would answer it specifically or or maybe or maybe wondering how what we already said would apply to that. please throw it in the comments. yeah, because, right. uh because we're happy to zero in on very specific things and, and maybe attach some of these bigger ideas to your specific uh, to your specific questions and stuff.
1: Yep. Yeah. No, oh, leave a comment. And while you're there, like the video. That would be n- Yeah. And subscribe <laughs> to the channel. You know, maybe consider subscribing. Yeah, you never know. You might you might be inspired <laughs> to do that. Who knows? <laughs> I mean Please, who knows? so we don't have to worry <laughs>
0: all night about whether we're enough <laughs> about on this yes exactly. with our with our humble little show you know uh you know yeah, yeah. you can help us you can help us worry a little
1: less that that it's all for naught exactly exactly you know we didn't talk about what's the next thing that's okay we didn't th- we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out yeah our next talk will be about something
0: really interesting that you're really gonna want to check out, <laughs> and there will be a link to it and on the screen uh, on the on the link screen after we're finished with this conversation. And you should just click that button, and it's gonna take you somewhere amazing. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I <laughs> okay. I love it. All right. Well, Till well, next, until next time, time, David. Yeah. Great talking to you. Look forward. Always.